a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. In this episode, I want to introduce to you a um, framework that I created probably a couple years ago, that is about all of the stages of belief that we go through as we're trying to create something, trying to reach a goal, trying to become someone different, a new self-concept. Whatever desire we're trying to achieve, we actually process through five stages of belief. And I'm going to give you the five stages, and then we're going to go into each one in more depth so that you can recognize where you are in the process of creating a desire and how to move to the next stage. Because we go from having no concept of something to having the desire and then actually manifesting it, right? Creating it in reality right? You want a new car. You, up until the moment that you decided that you wanted a new car, you had no desire to have one, right? And then you go through all these stages of belief until you actually have the new car in your driveway. So the five stages are, stage one is no belief at all, right? You don't even have the desire yet. So there's not going to be much to talk about in that stage because there's nothing there to talk about. Stage two is wishing. Stage three is false belief or wanting to believe that you believe. Stage four is when belief is actually being created. And then stage five is manifesting. So we go no belief, wishing, false belief, belief, and manifestation. So in stage um, one, like I said, there's it's pretty self-explanatory. There's zero belief in the thing or in the, the thing is possible, and you don't really spend much time contemplating its efficacy at all, right? And before we look at stage two, I want to offer that, again, that these stages um, apply to anything that you are trying to achieve in your life. And it's entirely possible that you're in all of the stages simultaneously across a multiple of things that you're trying to create in the moment. 
right? You can be in stage two belief of one thing and in stage four belief of another at the same time, right? Every single desire goes through these stages at different rates. And you're going to understand why by the time that we, we get to the end of this. And um, additionally, um, some things we are going to be able to go from wishing to manifesting quite rapidly and others seemingly take years to navigate, right? This is just the way it works. It doesn't mean that anything has gone particularly right or wrong either. Like the speed at which you manifest has nothing to do with whether or not you're doing something right. It's all about embodiment in the actual process. So let's look at stage two, the wishing stage, right? This is where we're saying things like, wouldn't it be nice if, or I'd love to do that, but I can't possibly X, right? That looks amazing, but I could never do it. I hear that a lot. Like a lot of people will look at me and say, God, that's so amazing that you can do that, but I could never do it, right? So that's the wishing stage. They see it being done, but they don't really have any belief that they could themselves do it, right? It's also the stage of comparison and envy. We wish for our lives to be different, but we're not willing to entertain different ideas or options. It's the stage where we don't believe we have a choice and we don't understand our own personal sovereignty. And we believe that we're victims of our circumstances at this point. When something shows up in our life as an option, like we often brush it off is not really possible for us. But I'm here to offer you a truth that we're never given the desire that we don't have the ability to manifest. If it wasn't possible, you would be in stage one of this thought, right? And this is especially true if it presents itself more than one or two times. So let's say you're introduced to a concept and you're like, oh, yeah, but I could never do that. And then you see it again. Someone else is doing it, maybe, or you saw something else about it on the Internet. And we think to ourselves, God, it's ironic that I keep seeing this. Right. It's odd. Why do I keep seeing this? It's because it's actually meant for you to explore right? You still might not want to do it, but because it keeps coming into our periphery over and over, it's probably meant to be there for a reason, right? We're supposed to learn something from it, grow from it, whatever, but I would not brush it off as not possible because it wouldn't be showing up if it wasn't. So the first question in this stage that we usually ask ourselves is, but how? How do we recognize this wish and embrace our desire to bring it to life, right? What we need to do here to progress, especially, is to change the question from how a how question to a who question. Who is the woman on the other side of this desire? What are her thoughts and feelings and actions? Who do I need to become in order to receive this desire. And then we have to get busy practicing becoming that person. And that's when we 
begin to progress to stage three, right? And stage three was false belief. In this stage, we desperately want to believe we believe, right? So much to the point that we actually think we do believe and we can get stuck here for a really long time because of that, because of that false belief that we have, um, we don't take the actions and we don't do the things to actually progress to the next stage. And this is also the stage where we tend to um, quit. Most, most likely, if we're going to quit, it's going to be in this stage because we thought we believed, but in reality, we only wanted to believe that we believed and we couldn't like progress on to actual real belief in order to create the thing, right? So in this stage, this is where we're holding our desire in one hand and doubt, a lot of doubt that it's possible in another. We've seen the success that others are having and we believe it's possible However, we're questioning whether or not it's possible for us, right? Is this possible for me? I see Sally creating her entrepreneurial business, and I would love to do that too, but I don't know if it's available for me, right? We have that. We want to believe, but we're just not sure. It's also where we become attached to the actual desire and we get into a controlling state where we want to know the what, the how, the when, all of that. And we are afraid to just trust. We're not there yet. We're not ready to trust in the unknown and just be guided to the next steps we need to take, right? When we get stuck here, we start, we want to believe, right? We're in this sense of want to believing, want to believing, wanting to believe. And we start to tell others about it in hopes that we can um, solicit them into our belief realm and that we can actually have them support our belief. So you've heard the saying, When you say something and somebody asks you, are you trying to convince me or you, right? That's what it feels like in this stage, especially when we're trying to get others on board is I'm going to say this is possible, but I don't really believe it. So I need you to come in and help validate my belief or my false belief so that I can believe, right? And I know that's kind of loopy, but It's just a constant, like trying to find someone else who can believe in it too, so that I can believe more in it, right? It's, there's a lot of doing in this stage, right? We're checking the boxes. So you'll often hear yourself saying, I'm doing all the things that they told me to do, or I'm doing all the steps, but nothing is happening. It's because of the being that you're being while you're doing the doing. So somewhere there's still that false belief running in the background. Therefore 
your actions are actually falling a little flat and they're not creating the reality that you'd like. This is also the point where we're giving our power to the desire, right? We don't believe that we own our own power and instead we become a victim of the desire, right? And this is another reason that we like to get others on board so that they can commiserate with us. This is where the struggle is. It's like, oh, it's so hard, right? And everyone rallies around you and they're like, yes, it's so hard. We we haven't been able to do it either. And we kind of create this group victim mentality. So to get out of this stage, what we have to do is actually reclaim the power, right? We have to do the work to understand that our thoughts are actually creating the results and hence the circumstance, right? And it's not the actual desire or goal that's creating the circumstance. It's our thoughts about it that are doing that. And in this stage, we're also usually waiting for permission to receive the desire or to go after the desire, to believe in it, right? To believe in ourselves about it. But what if we're meant to pioneer the whole thing, right? Everyone's journey is different and no one can give you permission to do what you know in your gut is the right thing to do. So this is where like we really have to work on our thoughts and our beliefs and really understanding how they play out in our reality, right? And I told you at the beginning, I wanted to talk about this because I created this challenge for myself and it was about 45 days long. I'm around day 10, I think, and... (laughs) I'm in stage three, right? I'm wanting desperately to believe that it's possible. And I've temporarily forgotten who has the power in this situation. And I allowed myself to do a little bit of wallowing in victimization around it or just wanting desperately to believe. It's I think it's more of an attachment at this point of wanting desperately to create the actual outcome to prove something to myself or to others. Haven't figured that out yet, but like recognizing the stage that you're in allows you to quickly or more quickly move to the next stage, which is stage four. It's the actual belief stage, right? And this is where the fun begins and it's where the magic happens. This is where that duality that we had in the last stage of holding desire in one hand and then doubt or our fears in the other, both tugging on us. And it's our ability to allow that discomfort or that tug, I guess, and still move forward, right? This is where, regardless of the evidence, we're beginning to believe it might be possible and we believe it just enough or just more enough, bigger enough to take one step beyond the edge of our comfort zone. This is where we begin to walk with the fear instead of pretending that it doesn't exist or resisting it. It's where we tell ourselves, I've got you. We can do this. 
And when we reach this stage, belief becomes the majority shareholder in our desire. um, Sorry. Yeah. In our desire and fear becomes the minority. The scale only has to tip a couple of percentage points more from sure versus unsure, right? You can have a 51, 49% split and still create your desire. Like that's how much fear or doubt or uncomfortable feelings can exist. And yet we still create something that we desire, right? It just has to be a couple of points. At this point, we're no longer obsessed with how and we are becoming more focused on becoming the person on the other side of the desire, right? This is where we become aware that we have the power of choice and we no longer operate as the victim of our circumstance. We recognize fear for what it is, right? The warning sign just to alert us, hey, this could be dangerous, which we love. We love to know this because it saves our life, right? But we're no longer feeling or we're no longer fearing our feelings of fear or discomfort, right? We're embracing them, saying, recognizing them and taking them with us on the journey. It's in this stage of duality where we're moving closer to the final stage of manifestation. The time it takes to process through this stage, though, is 100% dependent on our ability to feel all the emotions that come from our thoughts and step further and further in the direction of our desire. It's dependent on our ability to hold space and have grace for ourselves to grow into the desire. We're no longer seeking permission at this point either, right? And we're willing, we have to be willing to feel all the feelings and take action anyway. It doesn't mean we resist, we hide, we ignore, we run from. We're like, okay, you're here, but we're going to go anyway. Let's take one more step. And as we keep stepping, our belief becomes stronger and stronger and stronger, which puts us in stage five, which is the manifestation stage. This stage happens in an instant. The moment that we believe 100% and we've become the person who can create whatever our goal was or our desire was, it manifests in reality. It actualizes in front of us. And it feels like it happened in an instant because it did. All this time leading up in all the other stages, you were preparing to become a person who could create that. And the moment that you did become that person, it actualized. And that's how this whole process works. Anything that we want is available if we're willing to work through these stages, right? And the speed that we go through them is 100% dependent on our willingness to experience them. So that is the work that we are going to be doing this week. I hope that you will join us in the Inner Power Portal and really work on embodying this process because the more you're able to know how this works, the quicker you're able to create the life that you want. So 
Are you coming? If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com.